The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. For the first time in a long time, we are so excited to have the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Jason Kirkness in studio. The Kirkness, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm so good. It's good to see that smile in person again. It's been way too long. This is my uh, first official radio interview in person since... 2017. That is, uh, that's even before the pandemic even <laughs> took the options away. What's it like to uh, to be out there again and to be doing this stuff? I know that it can kind of wear on on people. So what's it been like? Uh, it's still a bit daunting, like the thought of playing live and all of that stuff. Uh, I'm still one of those people, like at the grocery store, who's still wearing their mask. So, uh, I mean, I had respiratory problems before the whole thing, so uh, I'm not taking any chances. So. I don't know. I wasn't in any too terribly in a rush, and uh, truthfully, the pandemic, I gained my uh, COVID-19. Nah, it's a COVID-25. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to so many, and I, I mean, uh, like you said, the world is slowly but surely opening up, and that means playing live again, but uh, it's it's a different kind of experience, I'm sure, because a lot of people have missed live music. As an artist who's out and about, what's the, what's the response been like to the thought of you being on stage again? So, I definitely... Uh, can't wait to get back to doing it, but um, okay. So like last year, we did a few of those drive-in concerts, and that was kind of like this weird, like almost sort of situation where like it's kind of cool, and then we're up here and we're performing, but then like you finish the song, dead silence, beep 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 beep, and then silence again. Like you sort of miss the ambient noise of like people talking, sure, beer cans. Or pop cans. Pop cans, yeah. Yeah. Um, just whatever it is, like, you just kind of miss the experience of, like, they're here, but they're not, like, here. Yeah, it's almost like performing in the, for the movie Cars. I mean, it's just, you know people are there, but, boy, that silence must have been deafening. <laughs> yeah, it certainly was. So to get cheered again, I mean, it's been a while, like you said. What's what's the thought process like to having people sing your songs back to you and, and to be cheering you on again from a stage? It's kind of a weird thing to think about that it's actually like, oh, that's going to happen again. Is it almost like the first time when you started performing when you think about it that way? Because I know it takes a lot of guts when you first you know, picked up a guitar and started wanting to become a musician. It takes a lot of guts to go on stage and perform for the first time. Are you getting the same kind of butterflies that you had all those years ago? It's certainly the same amount, but it's a, for different reasons. Yeah, I know just uh, like when you're first starting out I guess you're worried like will people like me will they like the songs will they like the cover songs I chose and then now it's more like uh I know that they already like the song so maybe I best do my my best business not to like let this down and that's a lot of pressure because I mean again that's something that you're doing late you have a, a whole life ahead of when you go play music so whatever's going on in your life you got to try and leave that before you go on stage, and and that can be you know quite a bit too. I guess we're making assumptions. I got other things to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I assumed you were a busy guy. I could be wrong. I mean, you do have some stuff going on. I take, mean, life take is a moving. Lot of naps. <laughs> well, I know that you would have brought your guitar today, but caught up on Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, uh, did you enjoy the ending to that? So I have no idea. Oh, that a point. <laughs> Oh, see, good things never change, and that's why we're so glad that you're back in studio. <laughs> uh, yeah, you were going to bring your guitar to play a song, but you've uh, you actually uh, got a pretty funny story as to why you didn't. Uh, so, uh, me and the missus were going to actually be moving shortly because uh, 
we bought a house like during the pandemic for like partly because you know we wanted somewhere to live but also like to renovate over like we had time to you know do a project yeah so we got about halfway through renovating and demolition and all of that stuff and we found mold in the basement so we're we're moving on out uh you know obviously we'll get that rectified yes but uh in the meantime uh i don't know where my guitar is (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's just that that it it screams kirkness i don't know why like hey i'm moving and i can't find my guitar so is it all right if i just come back for this interview and Yes. <laughs> well, no one knows this because we're on radio, but I'm wearing a shirt with buttons and a collar <laughs> because I also don't know where my t-shirts are. <laughs> Here I thought you dressed up for the occasion. This but... is the only clean shirt I got. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. Jason Kirkness, let me tell you. Oh, Kirkness. Uh, let's get back into the music. Uh, the response to the new single, it's... Uh, How's it been? And uh, I, I've seen a lot of traction on social media. And, and what's it been like to, to have that music out there and be so so well received? Well, I was actually wondering about this because somebody was out, else asked me, just like as a friend way, um, like, hey, you know, cool that you're on the top 50. And I was like, yeah. And then they said, well, how many Manitobans have done that before? And I was like, well, Doc Bacher for sure. Mm-hmm. Patrick for sure. Yeah. David James? He would be flirting with it if he hasn't. Okay. That might, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And then Jason Kirkness. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's pretty pretty cool. And like. With with how much m- amazing Manitoba talent's been out there. Yeah, that is really cool. Julian Austin. Julian Austin. Okay. There's another one. Yeah. Jerry Serretta might be flirting at times, potentially. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a very small amount. Yeah. And then there's you. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> well, for a whole bunch of reasons, because, like, you know, like, I got my first record deal, like, what, 2010? And then that didn't even come out till 2012. And then here we are, whatever year it is. What 20, year is it? It's 2022. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a good year. <laughs> it's been a good year. All right. Boy, it's amazing to think how much has happened to you in your career over the span since signing that first contract and to where we got to now. Global pandemic aside, it's it's been a pretty wild ride for you. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't even begin to list all like the, the highs and the lows. Yeah. And now that uh, you know, you've kind of gotten through it and you're getting ready to get back out there and you're going to be on the bill with Jerry Serretta and Patrick, that's coming up soon, right? Uh, Cross Manitoba tour. That is so cool. How excited are you to head around the province again? Uh, it's pretty cool because it's a whole bunch of us. Like, um, so the the whole thing's kind of gone on the flip because obviously now I'm going to be the opening act, and uh, Patrick's obviously the hot headliner, and Jerry's doing the middle. Um, so it's kind of full circle because I used to be the middle act on Jerry's shows sometimes. And we used to have Patrick would play guitar for both bands because he was the eighteen-year-old yeah. guy with the with the John Mayer look, trying to, <laughs> <laughs> trying to do his acoustic guitar thing. And he was always our opener. Great way to describe Jason Patrick. Too. <laughs> if you go back and look at some old photos, yeah. yeah, he was he was living the time. That is for sure. But yeah, he was uh, he was playing for you guys. Yeah. So when he's like, hey. You know, do you guys want to do this kind of like, 
I guess reunion tour, but also kind of like we all got new music out, so it's kind of cool that way. And like everybody's kind of doing better than they were back then. Also, like you know, they've had hit after hit after hit with Patrick and uh, you know, like CMT Australia's debut in their new song and like all these sort of big milestones. Um, I guess we're just really lucky that you know now we we live in a province and everybody's kind of it's great. It's just we're celebrating Manitoba. We're yeah. all doing a cover song from our favorite Manitoba artist. That's so cool. I gotta say, I thought of someone else who's had a hit. Okay, because I was gonna say a name too. I was gonna say Don Amaro. Don Amaro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it totally escaped my mind, but he's uh, yeah, he's got a lot of great songs too. Yeah. Uh, back to Patrick and Soretta here. This show. What is it like to? Uh, is it gonna be almost like a time travel situation where you guys are gonna? You're gonna look around and be like, "Wow, like this just reminds me of when we first started out all together, and when we were just young bucks doing this for the first time." Yeah, except for now, Patrick's in charge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah danger zone there. <laughs> but again, that that uh, that level of respect that Manitoba mus- musicians have for each other it would be easy for them to to you know kind of have maybe be a little bit bigger than their britches, but they're not, and they still remember the great people that helped them when they were younger too, and and that's got to be a really cool feeling. Well, that part, and then also the the crowds always kind of remind us, like, hey, mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, playing live again. Uh, what's it been like trying to find a band? I know that, uh, you know, it's it's been crazy trying to put musicians together. How's that been going for you? It's all my same guys. Yeah? Yeah. What does that, what does that mean to you that they would uh, come back together and, and uh, you know, get ready to go on stage again with you? So... The side guys, I think, are the ones that were hit the hardest mm-hmm. because a lot of them had, like, you know, they make their whatever dollar amount per show and they play with three guy, three artists a week. And if they're not, then they're doing a Wednesday night or they're doing hosting a jam or they're doing an open mic night. Or, like, they made their living by, uh, you know, one to six nights a week being somewhere playing something. Yep. Like almost like a no name person standing there in the band with a with an instrument, yeah, and you know that that's what they did, and that's what they loved, but at a hundred dollars or whatever two hundred dollars a night, they were making like a good income, yep, uh, so you know it's a forty or fifty thousand dollar a year job, yeah. which it's not bad, it's fine, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, for Manitoba money, that's fantastic. <laughs> Living large, probably even had a car payment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that got stopped, and that got stopped dead in its tracks. Yeah, so the other thing, though, is that, uh, you know, uh, what a lot of people didn't realize, I guess, is that musicians didn't qualify for the CERB because they'd never really, as the government called it, worked. Mm. So, um, Which is insulting. Sure. Yeah, I don't <laughs> disagree. <laughs> no, no, you're doing a really good job biting your tongue. I like that. They like, know that is wrong, but continue. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, for them, it's I think uh, to have their life back and their livelihood back, and like their ways to support their family is back. Um, I think that's I I couldn't even put into words what it's like for those guys. Like for being the artist who's standing front and center. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get to do this 20 times a year, spend a bit of time in the studio. I go to Nashville quite often for songwriting. So, you know, we put all that to a stop, but, like, I still had plenty of other things to do, not just, like, my whole life is just stop. Yeah. Uh, so, 
yeah, I mean, the amount of joy on the faces that I see with, like, you know, um, a lot of my guys play with another artist here called Daniel DeSorcy. Yep. And just, like, I'll watch from the back like a proud parent, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, again, you just want everybody to be successful. And now that the doors have opened, a lot of those studio musicians are doing a lot of gigs like yeah. they are playing a lot which i think is really exciting because uh, again live music is back and they're back to work and there's a there's a happiness there again yeah it's fantastic just to be to be back in front of people all right so let's go over the uh the concert uh, that you got coming up we've okay. got the first show uh is the 22nd of october in verdon manitoba yeah, that is gonna be <laughs> that is gonna be so much fun. Have you thought about what you're gonna do on stage? Are you a guy that plans ahead of time? Because some artists know their set list ahead of time, know their outfit, know what they're gonna kind of do and say and play. Or are you kind of fly by the seat of the pants? You'll figure that out as the 22nd of October gets closer. So, I think I already have the set list done and planned. And uh, yeah, we, you know. Obviously, focus on the greatest hits and a couple of new things. Uh, I, I'm going to give the secret away that I am doing the Don Amaro cover. That is the artist that I chose for my Manitoba. Nice. Which song? Uh, his first single, Right Where I Want to Be. Wow. That's going to be nice. Going back to 2011 and uh, probably share some memories of... Uh, there was an Indigenous Music Awards that he played that at and... There's me drunk in the front row singing back at him. <laughs> I've a been a Don Amaro fan that long. He is he is absolutely fantastic. So you got the set list uh, almost all figured out. How much practice goes into what you do before a live show? Like how much are you rehearsing? How much are you gearing up for that? Yeah, I know it's only August. The, the concerts are in October, but have you already started practicing and gearing up for it? So for me, like remembering the songs and all that part, that's fine. Uh, the problem I have is that the cardio doesn't match the in- the intention. <laughs> so uh, I'm out there every morning now running again. <laughs> well, it's 35 minutes of aerobics while singing, right? Yes, and it, like you, it's not like you just sit there on a stool and just sing your heart out. No, you got to move around, and there's energy, and it's a lot of work. Yeah, I think if it was just one show, I could probably get through on good intentions and adrenaline. <laughs> Let's see that that. There's a good album title right there, Good Intentions and Adrenaline. <laughs> I think we're doing seven shows or six shows. <laughs> yeah. so. so you're going to have to really work. Uh, you're going to get your workouts in, that's for sure. Yeah, a couple of back-to-backs. We're doing <laughs> Dauphin. We're doing Porridge, La Prairie, Brandon. And again, like you've, uh, you grew up playing in places like that. Like You, you grew up, and, and Dauphin was a place where they really supported you know, Manitoba music. And, and now you get to go back with this group of guys again that's got to be such kind of surreal well the cool thing is we used to play the little bar and now we're touring with Patrick and opening so <laughs> I get to be done by 8 o'clock and we get to play in the big rooms because <laughs> <laughs> the Watson Art Center I know mean, in Dauphin that's a, that was a, a place that, that loved music and I know Bruce LaPere uh, we want to send our thoughts and, and prayers going out to him Absolutely. and uh, everything that because he supported live music or yeah. Manitoba music for so so long and you know guys like Patrick Sir, Jerry Serretta yourself 
uh, they were featured on that No Fences program. So to to go back out there, that's going to be cool for you. Well, you've been calling Bruce and like, hey, Bruce, uh, my new singles came out today. And he's like, yep, it's already played twice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he just knew. And he loved Manitoba music and so many of these places did. So to get to go back there with Patrick and, and Jerry Serretta, that's going to be a wild time. And it starts in Verdon. Do you know what you're going to wear? Or are you hoping that the, the workouts will maybe open up a new wardrobe possibility? Because it's... You don't know where your t-shirts are. You're going to have to go shopping. So. <laughs> I'm certainly going to... I'm going to try to get down to a 34. <laughs> I, I think you could do it. Maybe a 36 with the elastic. There you waistband. go. <laughs> <laughs> so just, that little extra give just makes you feel good, though, about the numbers. But you're going to have to go shopping because you don't know any, where any of your clothes are. It's true. That Very is true. too funny. Uh, for you, uh, we got a couple more here. Before we let you go, um, for you, what do you like playing more? Your older stuff or your newer stuff? I think I'm most excited about the new music right now just because, uh, like, I know the people who have been with me for the whole time, like songs like Run Me Away and Leaving that they all love it. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. And uh, there's just, like, this whole new, like, much larger group with Anywhere the Night Goes and a little party that kind of, like, connected with the last couple of singles. So, uh, I guess I'm excited about both, really. <laughs> Well, my, I mean, I get it, because that, that old stuff will always have a near and dear place to your heart, but you've grown so much as an artist and as a performer that the new stuff shows a different side of you compared maybe to your old stuff, so it's the best of both worlds. Definitely. And so what else do you got coming up? I know that you, this show is kind of your focus, but are you working on more stuff? Like, what can fans expect out of Jason Kirkness? Um, I guess, you know, right now we're just sort of really focused on anywhere the night goes, and... Uh, just kind of the wild ride that it's been so far and obviously like you know as like as it climbs the charts more people get on board and it keeps just going up so does that add more pressure to what you do next I hadn't really thought about it, but now that you brought it up, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're you're telling tall tales. I think you've thought about it. Does it does it you know uh, does it add to what you what you do next, or does it maybe change what you put out next for a single? Uh, yeah, it actually definitely does because you know when there's like the fine line between art and commerce, right? Where like I want to be an artist who focuses solely on art and. Everybody at the label is like, well, we want our money back. So <laughs> <laughs> so you got to listen a little bit. And uh, I know that was uh, definitely, you know, more of an argument 10 years ago. Um, uh, lesson learned. I took the slap on the wrist. and <laughs> <laughs> it's But it's like uh, you've grown a lot in those 10 years. So you think... It, and I don't, I don't think typecasting is the right word, obviously, because that's for, for television or movies. Yeah. But artists don't... I don't think you want to get painted into just... Hey, you're just the fun party guy. You're a, an excellent writer. You're a storyteller. You can really do magical things with words. And I'm sure you want to make music that, you know, does that. Correct? Well, so yes, but I mean, if you're typecast as like, hey, you're the guy with all the hits on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> There's worse things to be in a closet with, I guess, eh? Yeah. I mean, this is, I guess, this would be like, you know, advice with Kirky time, but like, if you're a young artist and you're trying to be on the radio, then, like, record songs that would be on the radio. Like, don't try to get on the radio as something that's, like, way off base. Um, and I know, like, what I wanted to do artistically is probably I should have kept those as the album tracks maybe than trying to, to to push them up the hill. So 
you know, again, lesson learned, and we're 10 years later, and I'm having my first hit single. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great. And we're going to spin it on 107. You're going to get to see it live across the province in Verdon, Brandon, Nipawa, Dauphin, Portage La Prairie, and then you get to play a big show in Winnipeg for a bunch of people from the southeast that are going to come out and see that. That's got to be exciting, too. Yeah, that one's going to be good. I think we're getting close to a sellout on that one already. Yeah, that's November 12th. Go to uh, PatrickMusic.com for tickets. Uh, Jason Kirkness, uh, Jerry Serretta, and Patrick. Unreal lineup, unreal times. Jason, uh, great having you back in studio, man. And best of luck finding all your stuff that you've lost in the move. (laughs) Best of luck going forward musically and always great catching up. Thank you so much. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.